Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Hello and welcome in. Friday edition of the program. A big show lined up today. A quick look at the show lineup, the service of Honey Baked Tam in New Albany. Segment one here in just seconds, we'll have Mike Lewis, the new head coach of Ball State men's basketball, kind enough to join us today. Former IU great, wonderful player as well at Jasper High School. He's from right here in southern Indiana. I know a lot of people excited about his return to the state of Indiana for basketball purposes. Also later in the show, Dylan Wallace, the sports editor of the Seymour Tribune, will check in. We've got a lot of IU stuff to get to today. And as always on Fridays, Kyle Nedenrip of the Indianapolis Star will chalk uh, basketball, some recruiting, uh, lots to get to with Kyle when he joins us later in the show today. That's the line. Up a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Don't forget to check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine in, take them to go, and curbside service is still available as well at Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Let's go right to the phone. Great to have Coach Lewis with us. Coach, March Madness is a common term this month for basketball. I can't imagine what the month of March was like for you with UCLA making a run in the tournament and you uh, in talks with Ball State about that coaching position. You've had quite a month. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, you know, like I, I've told many people, like I'm, I'm super excited to – to be here and be back in a state uh, where basketball means so much and to, to have the opportunity to lead the program here at, here at Ball State, uh, just very excited. I've had a chance to get around the guys a little bit, and we worked out for the first time yesterday. Um, I think uh, they've, got, they've got some excitement, and if they, if they bring the energy that they did yesterday um, throughout the next year, it's going to give us an opportunity to, to improve and, and hopefully compete at the level that we want to compete at. But i got to be honest, when I, when I walked out of the hotel this morning, I saw snow on my car. I, I had a little bit of, I wanted to rethink this a little bit. Not, it's amazing how soft you get uh, with weather-wise uh, after three years in LA. Well, I wanted to ask you, before we get into Ball State and some things here in Indiana, I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about UCLA and your time there. I mean, you were a great player in our state. I know college basketball and its travels associated with it took you all over the country and probably beyond. Um, but after being here in the Midwest coaching and playing for so long, what was it like to go to the West Coast, to go to a Blue Blood program like UCLA, to go to a completely different set of circumstances and a different conference and uh, be a basketball coach there and work for a guy like Mick Cronin? Well, I think Mick Cronin is one of the best coaches in college basketball. I think he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's now at a place uh, at UCLA where he gets to showcase um, exactly what type of coach he is. Uh, you know, it was it was a it was a great experience for me. 
um, to learn from him and, and to be a part of UCLA. Like, like you know where I'm from. I'm from Jasper, Indiana, and, and I got I got a set of keys to Poly Pavilion. Like, you know, like are you kidding me? You know, you you walk in there and you, you look up and there's 11 national championship banners. So. Um, you know, I'm just very grateful for for the time that I was able to to spend there. I would have never, I would have never dreamed that uh, I got a coach at UCLA, and and so it was really cool. The the players were were wonderful. Like everything about Westwood is 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 special. Um, uh, but I'm I am excited to get here to Muncie and get this program started. And I'm definitely not going to miss the the taxes out there. I'm going to miss the weather, uh, but those those taxes out there, those, those things are real now. <laughs> I got you there, no question. Coach Michael Lewis is with us here, the new coach at Ball State, of course, former IU basketball standout as well. I, I'm curious, as uh, coach, as you've risen through the coaching ranks and had so many great opportunities to be an assistant and now take over your own program. How often do you find yourself thinking back to your playing days, whether it was Jasper or maybe something your father taught you even as a kid, and of course your time at IU with Coach Knight, but how often do you look back on those memories and what you learned there, or how somebody did it as you work to build your own program now? Yeah, I think you rely on all those experiences. I think um, you know having the the opportunity to play where I played and and for the people that I played for and and, and also for who I've been able to be uh, surround myself with from a coaching standpoint. I've worked for some some of the best in the business, and I think you just you always you always rely on the experience that you've you've had um, as because that's who de- that's what developed you. Uh, into the the person and coach that you are, and I, I I hope to have that same type of impact on the guys here at Ball State that that uh, the people that I've been so fortunate to be around have had on me. And I think, um, you know, I, I get to use a game uh, to try to teach life lessons to build a foundation for these guys to to be successful. And I, I mean, I can't I can't think of you know a better job. Like I don't look at this as work. Like a lot of people have, have said to me, like, oh, I bet you're just so busy. Like like no, like I coach basketball. Like I got a lot of things to do and 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 things I want to accomplish, you know, very quickly here in Muncie. But like I coach basketball for a living. Like the day that this turns into work will be the day that the, the day that I walk away. I feel feel very fortunate to have the job that I have, um, and the, and quite frankly, being involved in basketball, um, you know, ever since I can remember, I, I can't ever remember a point in my life. Uh, where I was not in, involved in this game, and it's it's given me the op- so many great opportunities, and I want to try to pass that along and provide great opportunities for these guys here. Absolutely, Coach. You've been involved in basketball in our state uh, for so many years, as discussed. Can you kind of lay out a little bit of a a vision for Ball State and what you see there? What the interest bringing fans back and building a solid mid major program that could get to the NCAA tournament maybe in future seasons. I have to believe whatever vision you have for that, a lot of it starts right here in our state because of so many good players and D1 prospects that we have. Yeah, in, anytime you, you're you with a program and, and you look at it from a recruiting standpoint, you always want to take care of your backyard. And and I think, I'm, you know, Ball State with its location, uh, the, the backyard, so to speak, is – is full of of quality players and not only quality players but they're coming from AAU programs and high school programs where they've been extremely well coached so uh, I think you got to take care of that I've I've said this like if if players in this state aren't going to put on an Indiana or Purdue uniform like they need to be putting on a Cardinal uniform like this is where they belong I want to make this the premier mid-major destination uh, of this region Uh, I want them to know that they're going to 
they can come here and accomplish and fulfill all their hopes and dreams, and they're going to play for a guy that is 100% behind them and will push them to to achieve those things. I think we've got an outstanding opportunity to build a, a, a true winner here and do it the right way with great people. Uh, I'm about guys that love basketball and they love to compete. Uh, if you love ball and you love compete, you're going to have a level of toughness that it takes that I believe uh, equates to winning, and that's what I want uh, in my program. Those are the guys that, that I'm going to get along with every day. Those are the guys that I want to coach, and those are the guys that I can help achieve their dreams. Jasper Native, Mike Lewis, our guest, just named uh, a week or so ago Ball State men's basketball head coach. As you take over this job, Coach, your first head coaching job at the college level, I'm curious, and we talk about this every day on this show about IU basketball and just college hoops in general, the transfer portal uh, has added a whole nother layer to things when it comes to managing your roster and needs, especially this time of year when a season has ended and in your situation a coach has left and you're coming in to take over a new program. Can you just kind of in general terms, whether it was as an assistant at UCLA to Coach Cronin or now as the head coach at Ball State, what level of work and what it takes to manage this transfer portal process that everybody's going through? Well, I think I think you have to be aware of it and you have to learn about it because uh, obviously it's 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 real and it's a major part of college basketball, um, you know. And it it uh, it's something you have to navigate right now. Um, I've got a I've got a really good group of guys here um, that that I'm still learning about and getting to know. Um, I I don't believe in coming into a program and and taking away an opportunity from guys that are here. That's just not who I am. Like I'm I'm not like like I've told these guys. I'm not like a lot of these other coaches. I'm not like a lot of these other dudes that you've talked to when it comes to basketball. I'm not coming in here and taking away an opportunity for those guys to get a get an education and, and degree and play basketball here at Ball State. Um, I've got three open scholarships as it sits right now, and we're currently uh, trying to recruit like-minded guys that are going to fit in this locker room and raise the level of this program to where we can compete for MAC championships and play in the NCAA tournament. Um, but you have to be aware of the portal. Uh, it, it, uh, I have some guys currently sitting in the portal that I'm getting to know and trying to um, you know, learn about them and, and them learn about me to where they, they understand that Ball State's the best place for them. And so it's just something that you have to navigate. And I think it's a, it's a hot topic right now because it's new. You know, I think it's only in its second year, and it's something that, that everybody's going to have to get used to. But I think in the future, as we get into year four, five, and six of this whole transfer portal, I think the, the overall numbers are uh, going to come down a little bit. But as a coach, it's something that you, you have to have a, a real understanding about because it's, it's real. And, and you can, you know, guys are going to leave your program. You can make additions. But at the end of the day, it's still recruiting. You're still recruiting an individual to come in and, and make an impact on your program. Um, and and I, I've got a, a great quote. Uh, I stole it. I can't claim it as my own. Uh, from a coach from Cal, I believe the field hockey coach at Cal, that says, if you, if, if you, in recruiting, if you, if you miss on a kid and they go to another school, they'll beat you once or twice a year. But if you make a mistake in recruiting, they'll beat you every day because they, they're in your locker room every day. And so that's something that I always try to keep in mind in recruiting. I want to recruit the right, right type of kids with unbelievable character that love to compete, love basketball, and come from programs that they, where they win and they overachieve. 
I think if you add add guys to your program with those type of characteristics, you got a chance to build a winner. All right, Coach Lewis, uh, I want to ask you this: uh, UCLA bowed out of the tournament in the Sweet 16 after a really good season. I mentioned the madness you must have went through accepting the Ball State job, trying to get across the country, thinking about family and things of that nature. But I saw you Saturday night at the IHSA state finals to make an appearance for that 3A and 4A game. And I thought, you know, no surprise in the middle of all this madness for you and your life and taking this new job, uh, you're in Indianapolis at the uh, the finale of the high school season in our state. And you just get it. You, you wanted to be there, show your face, get a handle on some prospects. How important was it for you in the middle of all this craziness to get there to that big night for our state? Well, it was it was of major importance for me to get back here. Um, you know, like I, like I said, I, you know, I agreed to take this job and, and, and you know, my job started, uh, the day after, uh, my contract, you see, it's in the contract. My, my contract began, uh, the day after our last game at UCLA. And that happened to be Saturday. We lost late Friday night. So I was on a 6 a.m. flight from out of Philadelphia to Indianapolis, um, early in the morning, got into, got into town and, and wanted to be a part of that state finals just um, because that's my job. You know, that's my job. And, and, and my job is to, um, you know, run this basketball program and try to try to build a winner that represents this university in the, in the right way. And I felt like it was very important for me to be there for a lot of different reasons. Um, and also I wanted to get, get back to Indiana and get to Muncie and, and get to know my team. Like they had been without a coach for for two weeks, and when you're dealing with young people and there's there's a change of that magnitude, um, I needed to get in front of them and learn about them. If I want to coach them and lead them, I first have to learn about them. And so they had gone through a, a bunch of uncertainty. I'm sure, um, you know, they'd ran through the gamut of emotions uh, during that time, and they needed to needed to meet their coach and understand what this program was was going to be about you know who their leader was and what kind of guy he was and so we've been going moving through that process but uh it was uh once we lost and got back to the hotel and and um you know my duties with with UCLA and and you know I I, I love those guys there we um you know they've they've taught me more on how to coach than I probably shared with them uh that's always how it is I've always believed that you learn more from the players and maybe sometimes the players learn from you it's just the nature of the business um but we had a great group of guys that I care for deeply that uh, um I've gotten some great messages from the last few days and but uh once once that was done and and uh my goodbyes were were said there uh I immediately shifted uh my focus onto what's next and a lot of people think that's hard to do but when you're a coach man you're constantly flying by the seat of your pants and and uh, so I, I was able to switch my my mindset very quickly and, and felt like it was very important for me to be at the state finals. Absolutely. Final question for you, Coach. Um, let's go back to Jasper for just a moment. Uh, this show is in the Louisville, New Albany, Jeff area, uh, but listen to beyond that. Uh, Jasper, from my perspective here, is such a great sports community. Uh, they they love their basketball and baseball and football. What was it like to grow up there? And that, that's got to be such a great foundation for you with your family and the sports and how important it is as you were growing up as a kid there. Oh, it, it's great. Like I think anytime you got a you got an opportunity to grow up into in a community that um, supports uh, their local athletics um, so well. Um, you know, it, it was. I loved putting on that uniform. Uh, I'm very proud of the fact 
uh, that I'm from Jasper. I whenever somebody asks, like I don't, I'm not from Indiana. Like I'm from Jasper, Indiana, uh, and I take a lot. Of, I take a lot of pride in that. I hope, I hope that um, throughout my career that I've been able to to uh, make the people of Jasper proud to say that I'm from there, just as I'm, you know, just as it goes both ways for me. So that's that's all that's all I've really ever tried to do because there's been a lot of people in that community that have helped me along the ways. And, you know, like I said, I want to help these guys build a foundation for success. My foundation um, and, and why I've been able to have the experience that I've had uh, date all the way back to the, the people that have influenced and helped me uh, coming from Jasper. So I just hope that through, through my career and the things that I've been able to accomplish that um, – just as I like saying I'm from Jasper, I hope the people from Jasper uh, don't mind claiming me a little bit too. <laughs> Great stuff. Coach, welcome back to Indiana. I know a lot of people excited you're here. We look forward to following uh, the Ball State program closely here now, and, and best of luck to you. Thanks for the time. Well, I appreciate it. Now, we we got to get you up to Muncie to a couple games. Yeah, absolutely. Love the Cardinals and glad you're there. We'll We'll do that. Thank you, Coach. All right, thank you. All right, Mike Lewis with us. And, again, I think a lot of IU fans will be adopting the Ball State Cardinals as another in-state team to follow. A guy that has uh, done it through and through in our state, really at all levels. And uh, any time a job opens in Indiana or has opened in recent years, whether it's been at IU as an assistant or one of the mid-majors as a head coaching opportunity, I think his name is always floated out there by fans. And it's great to see him get an opportunity to come back to Indiana and be the head coach at Ball State. Going to be a very interesting program to follow with Coach Lewis at the helm there. We'll head to a commercial break, come back with segment number two. Dylan Wallace, the sports editor of the Seymour Tribune, will join us. We'll break down some IU basketball things here at the start of the offseason. Plenty to talk about with the Hoosiers and Coach Woodson. We'll do that next. Still ahead, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star. He's going to join us. We've got Mr. Basketball, the five finalists to talk about and a lot more. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this and for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back. Final segment here of the week. Kyle Nedenrip of the Indianapolis Star is my guest. Kyle, I want to try to cover a lot of ground with you here in a very quick segment. But first... Uh, your thoughts on Providence and Coach Miller and the Pioneers in an upset special, not just winning, but somewhat dominating the 2A state championship game last Saturday. I know you were there for it. Yeah, very impressive. Uh, I thought Coach Miller was, uh, you know, they were ready to go. And Connor Asijan, I thought uh, they did a great job guarding him. And, and I think, you know, Central Noble knew, you know, Providence was a was a really good defensive team. I'm not sure they really knew until they got out there. You know, you see a team on tape and, and uh, you know, a team you're unfamiliar with. And I thought, you know, Providence, and they shot, they shot the heck out of the ball in the first quarter. And you, when you can play from a lead like that, and you're such a good defensive team anyway, uh, just really impressed. And I thought they, you know, not only held that lead, but I thought they, you know, maintained it throughout the second half. And, you know, very impressed. Uh, with that group, and I thought, uh, 
you know, Ryan Miller did a great job, obviously, coaching that team. But uh, just the the game plan they had and just the physicality and aggressiveness they played with, uh, very deserving of uh, the 2A championship. All right. Also, the Mr. Basketball finalists were announced earlier in the week. Uh, a lot of big names, a lot of great players on that list. I think it was a, a list of five. But and, and I know I'm in southern Indiana, so I'm not necessarily in the central part of things. But is there really a front runner that you think leads based on voting and all that goes into that announcement of the award? Not really. I think this year was probably more of a balanced year, even throughout. You know, I thought at the end of the season, even you know, when you look at everybody's uh, those those five who've made it, you know, and then you know, I think you probably put Tayshon Comer in that group too from Cathedral, who won the the state championship with uh, with his team. You know, I, I think there was a lot of cases you could make. I thought Asijin probably you know going into that two A game might have been able to make a case uh, stronger than he ended up doing, but you know, he ended up number 10 all time and scoring and you know you you lead your team there for the first time to the state championship you know great accomplishment in itself and you know Travis Grayson kind of the same story uh with, from Chesterton 29 and 0 but then you lose the the championship game in the fashion they did but yeah I really thought throughout I thought Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer were kind of probably going back and forth with it uh and then you know Braden Smith had a really good sectional and then they he beats uh Lawyer head to head in the regional semifinal but then lawyer wins uh, Gatorade player. So then it's sort of, you know, who knows? But And then C.J. Gunn, he played great in the games he was able to play. He was kind of limited uh, due to that injury at the start of the season. But, you know, his number's really impressive as well. So, you know, I think it was kind of a year where, you know, there was you could make a case for a few different players. And, uh, you know, I, I think Lawyer and Smith were maybe a nudge above everyone else. But uh, other than that, I think it was – it was pretty wide open this year. All right, Kyle Nedenrip, Indianapolis star, my guest. I, I talked some earlier today about Nigel Pack. Uh, I loved his game when he was at Lawrence Central uh, and enjoyed following him at Kansas State as well. Do you think he plays college basketball again, or is he at the level of someone that could maybe – I know he's declared for the draft. Could he be drafted and not have a need to return to school? I think he'll be in college basketball next year, and I know uh, – you know, a lot of the in-state fans are hoping, you know, he's going to be available. Uh, but I do think he's going to be, you know, I know some of these lists, I was actually looking at 24-7's list that they had of top, I think their top 30 they put out, kind of a uh, their second list they've done like that. And he wasn't listed yet because he just declared yesterday, but uh, or not declared, but uh, put his name in the portal uh, yesterday. So, But I think he's going to be one of those top, 10 you know guys in the portal you know and i i really do i think you know everything he does from the point guard spot uh he's such a confident and and his numbers really stack up well as far as shooting the three you know i think he's 44 percent roughly last year and uh he can shoot it from really deep um you know i agree with you i've covered him a lot in high school and i always thought he was he was underrated i remember when he committed to kansas state and talking to him and it really came down to kansas state and belmont you know and and uh I think he would have been a great player at Belmont too, but it kind of shows you, you know, he was probably undervalued. I think his high school teammate was the same way, Jake Laravia, who who did declare for the draft and ended up at Wake Forest. But, you know, those two, uh, I always thought they were undervalued a little bit. And, you know, Nigel has gone out and showed he had, he played well in the YBL circuit. And then, you know, I think has continued to perform at, at a pretty high level in, in college, uh, all big 12 and, 
Uh, it'll be. I'm, I'm curious to see because I know IU and Purdue could both use a, an infusion of an experienced guy at that position, and who really couldn't? Uh, I'll be curious what high majors and you know some of those heavy hitters you know come in on him. And I think part of his process too, probably for a lot of these guys, will be the NIL situations too at some of these schools. What what those opportunities uh, have in store. So uh, he's going to have no shortage of options. I do think he'll be in college, but I, I think. Uh, you know, it's going to be really competitive to uh, to get him. All right, Kyle Nedenrip, the Indianapolis star, my guest. Kyle, the high school basketball is uh, it wrapped up here, and, and now we're thinking about a lot of recruiting stuff in the offseason and AAU and shoe circuit basketball. Uh, with that, uh, what's the first big event uh, where the locals, uh, Indiana guys, will get a chance to mix with national competition and maybe even play in front of college coaches. Yeah, there's one actually, uh, Adidas uh, coming here next week uh, that will be in Indianapolis. So that'll be, uh, and it's an open weekend, uh, which uh, I think the wording, on you know, whatever the, the wording is when the college coaches can come watch uh, players in person. There's two of those in April. Uh, there'll be another event coming here, the Nike side on uh, uh, April 22nd, I believe is the weekend. So whatever the, the third weekend of the month is, uh, 22nd, 23rd, 24th in that area. So, you know, that'll be another uh, big one. And, uh, you know, so there's a couple of them. And then, you know, May and June are a little uh, quieter. June's more of, as you know, the high school uh, teams get back together. And we'll have the Charlie Hughes and, and uh, you know, those are, you know, some some open times too now. So college coaches can watch high school kids uh, and their teams. So, you know, that'll be more uh, later on in the summer. And then July, of course, is another big one. But, yeah, we've got a couple local, Adidas and Nike, uh, this month. And, you know, and then we'll have, uh, you know, for the seniors, some all-star games and whatnot. But, uh, you know, they're AAU's uh, done with now. So, uh, but, yeah, we'll have, you know, there'll be more uh, to look forward to on the basketball world here coming in April. All right, Kyle Nedenrip, the Indianapolis Star, with us every Friday here on the show. Kyle, great to see you at the state finals last Saturday. I know we'll catch up here at some uh, travel basketball stuff coming up later this month or this spring for sure, and uh, thanks for joining us. You bet. Looking forward to it, man. Hey, Thank hey, you. Before you hang up, though, you got to give me a Final Four pick, national champion pick, too. I can't let you off the hook there. Villanova. Right. I'm going with Villanova. All right, I like it. The uh, maybe the underdog with the with the injury. So Kyle Nedenrip, the Indianapolis Star, uh, to help us wrap up the week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the women's Final Four tonight. Go U of L. I think it's okay to say that on an IU program. And of course, the men's on Saturday. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.